like to welcome you to Hopeful Conversations, hosted by Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. We are so excited you are joining our conversations. Our mission today is to encourage and challenge you as well as fill you with hope from God's Word. Just like the psalmist said in Psalms 103 verse 5, I wait for the Lord and my soul waits, and in His Word I hope. We thank you for joining us today on Hopeful Conversations and pray you will grow in the waiting and rely on hope from God's Word. I now give you Jody and Carolyn. Welcome to Hope-Filled Conversations. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Jody. We're so glad that you're here today joining us for our Summer in the Psalms. And wow, it's already been a journey, I think, for us. It's been <laughs> it really a blessing has. to me just to spend this focused time in this one scripture, this long scripture. There's so it's much. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, there's so much in here and in this that I'm just amazed that it's kind of like that cup that just keeps overflowing. Yeah. It's like you take a few sips of it thinking that you're going to stop the overflow, but as soon as you pull away, it just comes back over the rim. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. that's the best way. That's just... definitely how we felt when we were preparing, yeah. I think. We yeah. just kind of thought, well, we can just kind of combine it into a couple, but goodness, right. the Lord kept pouring out His truth, as He always does. And we I'm, need I'm, to slow yeah, down, don't um, we? <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing that we really thought I know. that we can cut Psalms 119 in just two, in just two chunks. Two chunks. Two like go, we were going to do 88 verses. Yeah, that was a little. Session. That was really ambitious. It was. We, very we learned very quickly. <laughs> we did, and and we would have shortchanged ourselves and you guys mm. and what the Lord would have for us. Yeah. So I'm so glad we did slow down, and Me I too. think that's the key for the summer too. Slow down, y'all. Just yes. slow down. Breathe. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. we'll miss so much of yes, what God's Word says if we're just mm. here to check off a box or just to read a section just to get it done. Yeah. We'll miss out. Hopefully, um, hopefully, um, th- those that are listening will, yeah. will, when they go back to the Scriptures themselves, instead of looking at a whole book, that they'll just take the time and meditate on a few passages at a time instead yeah. of just trying to take it all in at once and just recognize from what we're walking through of um, that pattern of you, how you can just kind of comb through the verses and look into it and ask a few questions to yeah. glean so much. Just and that's really still the surface of it mm-hmm. uh, without going too deep. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's a lot of good stuff. And it's so simple. It's mm-hmm. if we keep it simple, I think we can get so much out of. God's I agree. Words. I agree. Simplicity is yeah. the best. Yeah. So okay, we're going to open with Psalm one nineteen, and we're going to start at verse seventeen. Mm-hmm. Would you like to pray? I will. Right. I'll pray with. Us. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you um, for teaching us to slow down. Thank you for reminding us to um, really take the time to meditate and understand and, um, and ask for your help in understanding your word. Thank you that you are faithful to listen and to hear when we call out to you for help. And thank you that you're always there to help. Thank you for the Holy Spirit in our lives to help us understand the truth of your word. And so today I pray that you'll just bring um, clarity and bring encouragement and challenge in our hearts as we study your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm going to read 17 through 24 out of the NASB uh, translation here. It says, "Deal, uh, Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things from your law. I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments commandments from me. My soul is crushed with longing after your ordinances at all times. You rebuke the arrogant and the cursed who wander from your commandments. 
Take away reproach and contempt from me, for I observe your testimonies. Even though princesses sit and talk against me, your servant meditates on your statutes. Your testimonies also are del- are my delight. They are my counselors. And, oh, mm-hmm. and that just, I mean, you can already yeah, mm-hmm. imagine, but yeah. just... Um, to begin with, you know, the writer here is a strange, he's talking about how he's a stranger and he's rejected mm-hmm. by the proud and by the princesses that I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. But he's, he always had the word as his counselor. And I, I love that. Mm-hmm. It brought me to um, Proverbs 6, 20, <clears throat> excuse me, through 22, where it says, mm-hmm. my son, observe the commandment of your father and do not forsake the teaching of your of your mother. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Bind them con- continually on your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk about, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk to you. Mm. Isn't that cool how that just that. talks about? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. For me, what stood out in this section is just how dependent we are on God's grace. And it really starts out in verse 17 that the psalmist is just crying out um, that I may live and keep your word. Just that the Lord, um, anything good that's in our life is just because of the grace of the Lord. And so um, as he goes on through this prayer, which I think all of 119 is pretty much a prayer, which I love because we can then turn that into our own prayer, Mm -hmm. which I, I love to praise scripture. I think that's just a... When you don't know what to say, right? Turn to right. the scripture. But um, I just I love the the picture of God that we see here. That He it's because of His grace that we live. It's because of His grace that we can understand. And even in verse twenty four, um, it says, "Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors." That's just indicated. It just indicates a change in the the psalmist's attitude where um, it's. It's different from the natural attitude we would have to laws and teaching. Sometimes we mm-hmm. are kind of, um, we, we don't want to be told what to do. We, you know, <laughs> no. we, we know what's best for us. Or <laughs> I, let me think through what might be best for me. That's but right. you can really see the attitude change. And that's just because of mm-hmm. God's grace in the psalmist's life. Um, and if we have that attitude too, it's because of God's grace in our life. Yeah, well, so. he had a sense of gratitude yeah. as the Lord helped him. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and I just love verse 18, open my eyes mm-hmm. that I may behold your one, the, or the wondrous things out of your law. Um, what a prayer to pray, right? As we're opening God's word, open my eyes, Lord. Um, he is so good and faithful to meet us right where we are and to allow us to know him through his word. He didn't have to do that. He is creator, God, all powerful. He could just live in heaven and we could be totally separate and not know anything about him, but he chose to give us his word. He um, he revealed himself through the Holy Spirit and through his son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so what a wondrous blessing that we get to know God through his word. And I, I just love that verse. No, it, it's packed with so much. And, and then I thought when you, about the open my eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, the opposite of that, where my eyes are closed, where I'm blind. Mm-hmm. Open my eyes where I'm blind, where I can't see. Yeah. It's like this this desperate sense that I've had even in myself it's like I'm looking but I'm blind because I can't see what what I believe God you want me to see so what is it and open my eyes open the eyes of my heart open my mind I mean Mm -hmm. I mean just I want to go and just open everything about me yeah because I want to drink in what it is that you want me to see yeah and I don't want to miss anything where 
I think it's in this one too that it's talking about um, open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things Mm -hmm. from your law. Mm -hmm. Um, As I thought about the wonderful things, um, my Bible had a, I have a study Bible and the notes uh, said God's saving acts sometimes involve uh, involving miracles as in the exodus from Egypt and the wilderness wanderings and the entrance into the praise, um, praised land, promised land, mm-hmm. and sometimes not. So it's some some of those things are we we can like see um, actions being taken place uh-huh. where God has done these um, miracles, mm-hmm. these wonderful things. But the the deal is is that there's wonderful things in His Word. Yeah, just reading. There's wonderful things in the Bible in mm-hmm. that are just amazing and that when our eyes are open to the word and illuminates mm-hmm. it's like again uh, what we're commonly say on here about the word being alive and active mm-hmm. you know that's that's how i see that yeah. like when i'm reading i'm like even open my eyes when i'm reading mm-hmm. yeah i love that um verse 19 you talked a little bit about this jody but mm-hmm. that he's a sojourner on right. the earth um that he he really sees this earth is not his home. And I think that's a good reminder. Now, he was facing different kinds of trials, but we can right. also be reminded that this world is not our home. And what a blessing and encouragement that is to my soul mm-hmm. when I see um, the darkness and and all the things happening in the world that this world, God has allowed us to live here for a time, but this is not our eternal home. Um, that little word stood out to me and is just a really, a really great reminder. I think uh, oftentimes when that actually brings me comfort when there is pain and suffering, when there is oh, just absolutely when I get a glimpse of what's happening around me in mm-hmm. in, in our world mm-hmm. that is just unbearable. Mm-hmm. I just realize you know this is just we're here temporarily. We mm-hmm. have we have a greater hope ahead. Um, I had dug a little bit in Hebrews in chapter eleven, which is often called deemed as Hall of Faith yeah. because a lot of the faith ones are in there, but. Um, just to read real quick, Hebrews eleven thirteen through 16, bringing home a little bit about um, those that are walking in the faith, being mm-hmm. strangers. It says, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. And here's the key. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has uh, prepared a city for them. Mm. And that to me just really brought it together and enhanced that yeah. understanding as we're, we're, you know, there's some promises that God has given us that we might not experience fulfilled while we're here, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that he's not going to fulfill them but in right. his way, in his timing, at his place. Yeah. And it gives us that longing <laughs> yeah. um, that is God given <laughs> in our souls, right, right. the longing for something more, for something different than this mm-hmm. world can offer and mm-hmm. and the hope that we have in him that we will experience that right i love that well do you have any more verse things you want to well, yeah, yeah because when you just use the word soul because he's yeah. talking about here uh, in verse 20 my soul is crushed and yeah. we're talking about you know wow. f- experiencing some crushing experiences in our in our lives mm-hmm. um that we have 
And he longed so desperately over God's word. Yeah. Um, the picture, because I'm a visual person, I, I love the picture in Psalms 42, 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. It says, as the deer pants for the water yeah. brook, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And mm-hmm. see, the idea that he is nearly at the breaking point inside and he cannot make it without God's word is the thing yeah. here. His word is what will revive him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an encouragement to all of us where you just don't know where else to um, return. Wow. Um, I've had um, many experiences of that in my life. And and the the last thing I think of often is the very first thing I need to turn to. Absolutely. And it's not necessarily prayer. That's That can be one yeah. of them, but it is his... His word, word. Uh, because we don't really feel like it sometimes because we are in the midst of that crushedness and mm-hmm. that heaviness. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we we feel like we we are just reading ink on, on paper yeah. um, when we're in that. But if we stay in it long enough, in God's word, long enough, um, we will begin getting revived within. Mm-hmm. And God meets us in his word because his word is him speaking to us. Yeah. That's so good. We were talking before we started recording about how our minds can kind of get away from us and we can just be thinking and thinking and thinking (laughs) and it goes nowhere and it's not helpful. And sometimes we just need to stop thinking Mm -hmm. and we need to set aside um, time just to focus on God's word. And wow, what a good reminder in in life just to sometimes we need to just be still and and turn to God's word. And that should be really our first place that we go to, which, it, it it, you know, I know, it's not, yeah. it, we go to our minds usually <laughs> like, let me see if I can figure this out. Yeah. Um, but wow, the truth and the gift that we have in God's word, mm. we, we shouldn't ever neglect that. No, no. So mm. what, what do we see that it says about God here? You know, yeah. there's, there are redeeming acts of God that demonstrate his grace as you were talking about mm-hmm. in the beginning It's by his grace. We have a better home. By His grace, we get experience, get to experience His wondrous acts, and mm-hmm. by His grace, He sustains us. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I saw in verse twenty-one, um, it was talking about God rebuking the insolent and the cursed ones mm-hmm. who wander from Your commandments, and that just reminds me that God is holy and that He is just. And um, sometimes we need that reminder when we see all the unjust stuff happening in our world, Um, that God is holy and he's just. And sometimes it looks like he's left sin unpunished, but that is not true. There is a day coming where he's going to make everything right again, everything the way he wants it to be right again. And so um, that reminder, it, it should be a warning to us, but it also should be a comfort to us that God is sovereign and he's holy and he's just and he's going to make everything right again. Yeah, and, and this the key thing, right? As you're talking, I'm having all these thoughts yeah. come to my, my mind about about um, God taking care of those um, that have done wrong and mm-hmm. being punished, so to speak. And yeah. and we're not seeing that punishment. You oh. know, we're not we're not seeing yeah. that. And we the thing is, is that we don't really know what's going on inside. We don't know. Right. We, we don't know the work that God is doing inside another person, even mm-hmm. though the outside might be showing a different thing. Right. And and the other um, reality is, is that we've got to yield and surrender what that looks like to us, to yes. God, because he's righteous and just. Mm-hmm. He's the one that will take care of that. And as he sees fit in the way he sees fit and when and, and all those things. Yeah. And, 
and we may never see that, but what we can see is God's heart. Yes. Yeah. We could see his character Mm -hmm. played out in the word and we know Mm -hmm. that's why we do these questions. I think it helps guide our thoughts so much as to what do these verses tell me about God? Now, it doesn't come out right and say, God is this in this verse, but we can see because of his actions and because of the way the psalmist knows God that we can see how Mm -hmm. he is and how his character um, affects his actions. We know, we can know him because of his character in his word. Yeah, that's Love good. That. Yeah. All right. So what does this tell us about ourselves? Um, for me, it was just that, that concept of grace, that I am completely dependent on the Lord and reliant on his grace in my life to understand scripture, to, to even live and breathe. It's because of God's grace in my life. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's being devoted to God's word and his His way should mark me as a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. Um, but to realize that it may alienate me from mm-hmm. family or friends or uh, whatever social gathering that I may be in, but I can, um, I'm safe in believing what I believe yeah. about what is true about God, you know. Yeah. And and the thing, too, is I might not be able to um, see God at work when my eyes are not open to Him. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of elaborate what I was talking about a minute ago, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the worldly way yeah. instead of God's way. And so my eyes, can, you know, that's, that's a perspective to think of. And, you know, and to realize that I'm going to, um, at some point in time, encounter opposition so i should always be equipped to turn to his word for help Mm -hmm. and comfort let his word like it says in 24 be my counselor Mm -hmm. i love that picture right there Mm because it's true and it's an accurate way to to look at it and and to realize also that it might not change my circumstances but will change my perspective and my attitude where you were pointing out earlier carolyn Mm -hmm. about the psalmist attitude changing there and and that's what God's word does. It just, yeah. when you let it inside of you, it does uh, wonderful things. Yeah, it transforms <laughs> us. It really yes. does. Um, so we're moving on to the truth. Mm-hmm. For me, that God is in control. God mm-hmm. God is the one who can reveal his truth to us. And, and nothing is a surprise to him. Um, God leads us and guides us. He gives us his testimony and that was just the summation of the truth that I found in those yeah, verses. And, and I would check off on that yeah. right there with you. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Yeah. So for me, looking at these verses, what I came out as, as needing to work on, how am I going to apply this in my life, is asking myself, do I long for God's word? Um, verse 20 says, my soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. Does my soul long for God's word? And I was reminded of Romans seven twenty two. It says, for I delight in the law of the Lord in my inner being. So that's, that's talking about a soul longing. And I, I think mm. we can kind of realize the difference um, between like wants, like worldly wants and like a longing for, for scripture, it's for like the Lord. It's like that thirst, like a deer pants. It is. Yeah. It's yeah, totally different. And so... Um, I think it's so important to remember that if we do not have that longing, we can pray and ask God for that longing. And he is faithful to hear us. He's faithful to hear us when we're um, not being the best quote unquote Christian at mm-hmm. that time, when we're not longing for God's word. He is faithful to hear us. And I, I believe that he'll give us that longing and that desire. And the more we read his word, I really think the more dependent on it we're going to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah. I've seen that play out in my life. The more I'm 
in his word, the more I miss it if I'm if I am not in his word. Right. Um, and so that was a question for me. Do I long for God's word? And how does that impact my life? So, no, that's yeah. good. And and I, I was thinking um, how many hours or how many days, how, how long and how often I've prayed for my children mm-hmm. to crave God, to crave mm-hmm. his word, yeah. to want to spend time with him, to want to be in his word, mm-hmm. because I, I have found that to be critical in my own walk as well, Absolutely. of needing that um, that that desire uh, instead of it being a checkbox, yeah. you know, to go through and this is what everybody else is doing. And, okay, I'm going to do this because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I've been taught. Yeah. Well, no, I, it's, it's, it's that personal intimate relationship mm-hmm. for them to crave and to pursue God because I can't do that for them as a parent, as a mom. I can demonstrate right. it. But I can't make them do that. But right. I've asked God, and I pleaded on their behalf for God to do a deeper work inside of them. And mm-hmm. and from when they were young to where they're adults now, and I've prayed that over um, uh, their um, my oldest son's wife and, and my uh, youngest son's fiance. And, yeah. and now I get to pray that over and for my grandchild. Mm-hmm. And because um, I really, really believe that in my heart, that mm-hmm. is a key. That yeah. is a key to your growth and your intimacy with with God. Absolutely. Um, there's a, a quote I wanted to share from Spurgeon mm-hmm. uh, where he says, the desires of uh, gracious men after holiness are intense. They cause a wear of heart, a straining of the mind, till it feels ready to snap with the heavenly pull. What a blessing it is when all our desires are after the things of God. Wow. Isn't that cool? That really speaks to that transformation that we were Mm -hmm. talking about that comes through God's word. Um, It is. It's such a powerful thing in our life, and it does make a difference. And it's it's worth going after. It's worth begging the Lord to give you for Mm -hmm. yourself and for your children. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. So that wraps up. um, What is it? 17 through 24. So that's eight verses right there, y'all hanging in there with us. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. We've got, we've got eight more verses that we're going to transition over into. And um, it's going to be verses 25 to 32. Mm -hmm. Um, Carolyn, since I read out of my translation, would you care to read out of yours? I will. I'm reading from the ESV. Um, I'll start in verse 25. It says, My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. When I told of my ways, you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the ways of your precepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Put false ways far from me, and graciously teach me your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your rules before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. Hmm. (laughs) There's a lot there, too. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the author is really speaking so much about his sorrow, suffering, and affliction here and and throughout throughout the whole journey, actually. But he makes God's word, once again, the hope of his life, regardless of his circumstances. He's determined. And I love this word you just said, cling. He's determined to cling to Mm -hmm. God's word. Yeah. Yeah. We talked, I think, last week about... um, how we felt that kind of determination from the psalmist, even from the beginning, mm-hmm. that he, his life is he's going to be dedicated to keeping God's word, and and it does take that decision, I think, on our part, and God mm-hmm. can give us that strength too. But that decision that I, I'm going to live my life according to your word, it is here, 
It is the truth, and I'm going to live according to it, and I love that. But I love verse 26 that says, um, when I told of my ways, you answered me. Um, Mm, That statement in itself brings such joy to my heart that I know that I have a Savior that when I call out to Him, I know He hears me and He will answer me. Now, His answer might not be in my time. Like, right? right. <laughs> Instantaneous. <laughs> but he, I can know and I can trust that he hears my prayers when I pray to him. That's mm-hmm. an amazing truth to think about. And sometimes I need to slow down and think about that. That, that kind of, um, I kind of read over that and, and push it aside. But that that is a miraculous truth that God listens and hears me when I pray. Oh, yeah. I never get over that. That never gets old. Yeah. Um, and it's so exciting when uh, he does answer a prayer mm-hmm. um, with a yes, that is, not a no. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. I like it when he says yes. Um, so, um, yeah, it's exciting. But, you know, um, right here is only the Lord can deliver him. Yeah. Um, and, and really, only the Lord can deliver us and renew our life. You know, he uses circumstances in our lives uh, today to train us and to draw us closer to himself. And mm-hmm. like you said, he does answer our prayers in ways we can not in fathom and uh, at times either um, consider Deuteronomy 8 3 it says he humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you understand this is the key point here that he may might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone but man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord mm-hmm. and then Deuteronomy 30 verse 6 to love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul so that you may live so God does at times allow us to go through yeah. um, some suffering, some affliction, and he will bring good out of it because uh, for mm-hmm. those that love him, he will bring good out of all things, yeah. anything. Um, and there's some situations like how could any good come out of that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, walk with the Lord long enough, seek him with all your heart and be patient upon him to show you that. Mm-hmm. And he will. But what you go through, what all of us go through, whatever that is and looks like, God never wastes it. Yeah. You know, I believe that with all my heart. He never wastes anything that we go through. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because sometimes his no to our prayer is a blessing to us. And Mm -hmm. we might not see it then right away, but my goodness, he knows what's best for us. And if we know his character, if we trust in his word, Mm -hmm. um, we can also, even though it might really be hard, to rejoice in our nose too, those nose that he gives mm-hmm. us because he know we know he has something better for us. He has something um, that he's working out for our good. Well, and it causes us to take a step of faith when it's a no um, of just trusting him. Yeah, that I, to confirm everything you just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's yeah. it's just good. But you know, in verse um, twenty six, my translation has um, I have told you of my ways, and mm-hmm. and I think isn't that interesting? Um, it just reminds me of just the conversation that he's having back and yeah. forth with the Lord. It's a great demonstration of how we can just have a conversation back and forth. Yeah. It, the Lord already knew and knows his ways and what he's doing that's and right. his heart, but yet he tells him. And and that's just something about our communication with the Lord, even though God might know everything. He, there's, he, he knows uh, in our, in our humanness, if you will, mm-hmm. that, Something takes place when we speak it, when we confess it, when mm-hmm. we say it out loud even. And mm-hmm. and I get um, there's just something 
deeper that happens when I speak something out loud to the Lord. You know, I journal and I pray within, Mm -hmm. but I've been reminded lately of um, the beauty of having the freedom of speaking out loud, knowing that, um, you know, the Lord's spiritual army is surrounded around me. And um, I I pray and ask the Lord to um, protect our conversation Mm -hmm. and that, that, that only he hears what I say and mm-hmm. going under that that sense of security of true security that I have mm-hmm. allows me the freedom to just if you would just word vomit <laughs> yeah and just put it out there yeah. and and whatever was a stronghold is no longer a stronghold all because I spoke it out loud mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll do all these other things but when I speak it out loud that's when I find a little bit of reprieve in in that mm-hmm. freedom and and I love one of um I forgot to write the uh reference here but it's talking about um commit your way to the lord and trust also in him and he will do it he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday Mm -hmm. i love that um i love verse 27 where it says i will meditate on your wondrous works it just reminds me of the importance of remembering who god is and Mm so um we can see the wondrous works of God all throughout scripture, but also reflecting on how he's working in our lives. I think that's so important. Um, It is so easy for us to see um, the negatives or see how things aren't working out in our life or our situation. But if we take the time to really recognize all the ways God has blessed us and worked in our life, Wow. We'll be blessed by yeah, that. No, that's and, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, would you agree that the more you meditate on God's word, the more life makes sense? Oh, yeah. And not everything. Yeah. Okay, granted. But it does. It, it really, yeah. it helps. It helps mm-hmm. things just come come into um, perspective. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and and the, the neat thing about this guy that we're, we're reading mm-hmm. is that he really had a heart to steer clear of deceitfulness, yeah. falseness, and lies. I mean, he wanted to stay so close, close and clean before God that nothing got in his way mm-hmm. of following the Lord's ways. And, yeah. you know, and, and um, he's, he chooses. It's, it's, I think you mentioned earlier, he, mm-hmm. he chooses to yeah. walk, in, walk in this way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking about that in verse 29, it says, put false ways far from me. It's like a prayer again. Mm-hmm. Um and I, in my notes in my Bible, it just said the psalmist sees if left to himself, he will walk in ways contrary to God's law. Mm. Just remembering our nature, our sinful nature, mm-hmm. if left in our own ways, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna wander away naturally from God's law. But then in verse 28, it says, strengthen me according to your word. And, and I love that because it's not only talking about, you know, keeping our way pure. Yes, he's going to strengthen us according to his word. But um, at the very beginning of verse 28, it says, my soul melts away for sorrow. And so um, bringing our sorrows to him um, and knowing to turn to God's word in times of sorrow and that mm-hmm. we can be strengthened by his word is just a beautiful reminder of the importance of turning to God's word first, like we talked about, not our thoughts or how we can solve it, but turning to God's word first. Makes me think of a GPS. Yeah. You know, uh, putting in that destination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Push, and, push, and, push and go. And yeah. um, so, oh, I'm so distracted right now. I got to just tell you, there yeah. are some, we have a preschool here uh, and there's little people, little people walking by our door that has a window in it. And I just had to say, they're adorable. <laughs> Were okay. they waving? Yeah. A squirrel. Some, oh, look, she's right there looking. Hey. Hi. <laughs> oh. 
We're kind of lonely in here, y'all. We love to see little people. We're kids. locked in a cage, and when we see little people walking by, I'm so sorry, but I just had to um, yeah. bring that up and just let you know, um, let love you that. in our world right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> but talking about the GPS yeah. and just just entering the destination. What what destination do you want to end up mm. with? Do you do you want to be closer to God? Do you want to have that that such a secure intimate relationship that is so safe that you you know without a doubt and you mm-hmm. won't hesitate you can go to God for anything and mm-hmm. and when you want that you uh there are things that that you need to take you yeah. know some action steps and you know the author tr- truly trusts God um with his present situation and mm-hmm. for his future and I love that mm-hmm. he's he's determined in his heart his soul to pursue that relationship and there are some things that um I noticed that um that he chose when we were talking about that mm-hmm. word a minute ago he said i have chosen i have place i ha- i cling i shall run mm-hmm. see all those right. are action yeah. steps and mm-hmm. and we can adapt those into our lives as well yeah i love that i love that word run in verse 32 mm-hmm. i will run in the way of your commandments it reminded me of joseph in the old testament how he ran from potiphar's wife and oh, ran yeah. made that choice to that's steer right. clear yeah, that's um that just that word run just reminded me of that story and then just running in the way of um, God's commandments. That's that's mm-hmm. a choice. It's um, In verse 30, he says, I have chosen the way of faithfulness. So it's a choice that he's made in his life, but he's running towards God's commandments and away from mm-hmm. the other stuff that can get in the way of yeah, following good. the Lord. Yeah. All right. So what does the scripture tell us about God? What does it tell us? Oh, so many things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, his word holds promises. His mm-hmm. promises are, ans- uh, are answers to what we ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, you know, he was talking about strengthen me according to your word. Well, yeah. his word holds those promises that he will strengthen him. So that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold your words as, as those promises. And his word sustains us, renews our hope, and is something we can cling to when all else has failed us and hopefully we're already clinging to it when those times of trouble and sorrows come our way because if if you're not you you can you know immediately cling but you have an advantage if you're already if you're already doing the work if you're already taking those action steps if you're already chosen Mm -hmm. yeah for me it was that god still hears us he hears us and he's faithful to listen and he's faithful to answer but he alone can bring understanding when we're praying to him asking him for understanding in his word he's the one that brings it and i found this verse in job and i thought it was so good it's job 32 8 it says but this but it is the spirit in man the breath of the almighty that makes him understand I don't know whether I've ever really focused on that verse before. Read but that, read that for yeah. us again. But it is the spirit in man, the breath of the Almighty, that makes him understand. Mm. Isn't that great? Oh, it's wanna, so beautiful. Yeah, I want to pause on that one for a while. I'll yeah. To, yeah, that's good. But I thought that just really summed up um, a lot of what we've covered in 119 already mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. you know, God... The psalmist is pouring out saying, God, help me understand your ways. Help me to live according to your word. And that God is there. He hears us. And that it's him that helps us to understand. Um, I love that. I love that truth. That is so good. God. So good. Yeah. So what does this say about us? Mm. Well, for me, it just said, I must be reliant on God to help me live Mm -hmm. daily in the way that honors him. Um, We talked about this, about clinging to the Lord, choosing that my desires are going to change when I'm living according to the word. And um, we can ask God for help with that. 
that mm-hmm. we're not left on our own to figure it out or to to will it to be, that we can ask God to help us cling to his word and help us to live according to his law, what he says. Well, and the fact that the psalmist is asking these things and and um, his soul is crushed, you yeah. know, and things like that, it he's not perfect i think that's what i'm pointing out mm, and yeah it's okay that i'm not perfect yes and that i i i can freely go to god and say i'm spent mm-hmm. um i've lost hope or i'm desperate for relief it's yeah. okay to go to god and and be at that place um it's the nature that we it's our human nature where we have the ebb and flows and all yeah. throughout you know psalms we see that mm-hmm. but in the reality that i don't understand everything yeah and that's actually okay yeah it's okay that i don't don't get it all yeah yeah <laughs> um there's a quote um let's see if i can read this right in here i don't even know how to say his name van jimmerian mm. <laughs> shares a perspective between the believer and his god and i thought this was cool says, on the one hand, the believer depends on the Lord for life, sustaining grace and illumination as God alone can deliver us from evil. On the other hand, human beings are fully responsible for seeking the kingdom of God by choosing, there's that word, by choosing and living a life of loyalty to God and his word. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. That affirms everything we've been saying by somebody smart. I like it. (laughs) That's good. All right, the truth. Uh, um, there's so much the truth, truth in will all set these you verses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the reminder that we can be strengthened according to God's mm. word. That God, um, you know, the psalmist was talking about sorrow, but God meets us right where we are. Um, His word is alive and active, and so it it applies to every situation mm. that we face. And this is where we find our strength and our hope. Um, if we're looking for it in other places. We're not looking for it in the right place. That's right. <laughs> this is the word of God, and this is where I should turn to for my hope. Um, like we talked about, not my own mind or me figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's God's word and and God alone that's our hope in times of trouble or anything that we might face. No, I love that. And, and one truth that I saw and I cling to mm-hmm. desperately is our prayers do not fall on deaf ears yeah. ever, ever, ever. That's right. God is not hard of hearing. He doesn't um, mute out what we're, he doesn't push the mute button or the silence button. You know, he is fully uh, capable of hearing Mm -hmm. the faintest sigh and the groanings of our soul. Yeah. So our application, um, for me, the word meditate kept coming out of these verses for me. Um, Meditating what I like to think of as meditating is slowing down and really considering, taking the time to consider God's word. It's going to help transform my perspective. It's going to help me understand and really um, take the time to seek the Lord through his word. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked a lot about hurrying through God's word for a checkbox or anything, but meditating just means sitting with God's word and really um, letting it wash over you, just contemplating it, um, maybe even memorizing it. That's a great way to meditate on God's word because you're really focusing on each individual word and then taking it to heart, you know, mm-hmm. making it your own and putting it in your heart so that um, when you do face those hardships, you'll have that foundation 
Yeah. It's not like a new thing now. It's, yeah. We'll have that foundation of scripture in our hearts. So the importance of meditating on God's word. Okay. This is, <laughs> I'm just going to speak what came to my mom when you were reading that. Okay. And I was thinking about the word marinate. Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, when you take, let's just say a, a piece of chicken uh-huh. and you marinate it in, um, some uh, seasonings and some liquids and stuff. And after you let it sit 30 minutes for a few hours, the reason why you let it marinate is because those juices and spices begin uh, seeping into Uh that meat. It tenderizes it and it makes it juicy and um, just really tasty, you know, and meditating on God's word uh, softens our heart and gets into those crevices and those hard places and breaks it up. And, and um, we're become seasoned. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, when we've tasted the word of God, uh, we can share with others how good this tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's different than just uh, reading it. It's yeah, it's really soaking yeah. it in. I know that's kind of silly, yeah. but no, I, I think that's great. That's great. Because <laughs> I just did that this week. I guess that's yeah. what was fresh in my mind. But oh, no, no, this has been a great discussion. Yes, yes. I've enjoyed it so yeah, much. It's been fun. Yeah. All right. Well, please join us next week. We hope you all are reading along with us and really taking the time to Mm -hmm. marinate in God's Word. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'll close this in prayer. Yeah. Father God, thank you. Thank you so much for your Word Um, and that we can just know when our souls are crushed and when we're when we're struggling through life, Lord, that we can turn to your Word, that it will revive our souls, that it would um, bring us to a place of resting and and at peace, Father God, that uh, the joy in knowing that we can safely come to you about anything and you would hear us, Father God, that you are always uh, ready to listen. And Lord, I take great comfort in that. And Lord, I pray over uh, this next week um, as we um, continue to, to think about the things that we've discussed today, I pray that we would be intentional to apply them in our lives. May you get all the glory in what we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We know there are other podcasts to listen to, and we are humbled that you chose Hopefield Conversations. If you enjoyed our conversation today, we invite you to subscribe. If you found our conversations helpful, or if you would like to share comments with Jody or Carolyn, you may email them at hfc at englewoodbaptist.com. If you need to talk with a pastor at our church, please email next at englewoodbaptist.com. Once again, thank you for spending time with us today.